First, I want to say that when the lectionary texts are as jarring as today's gospel and speak to things that require much exegetical work, contextual criticism, and theological reflection, I think it's important to take a much longer period of time to interpret the text than my sermon time allows. However, I understand that it is jarring for many, and I invite anyone who is hearing this gospel text for the first time or is offended by it for the first time to please reach out to me to set up an office visit. The law of Moses and the prophetic words of Jesus are meant to draw people in, not push people out. And I welcome the conversation. When my boys were young, there was no gift they wanted more than a Lego building set. And frankly, aside from the price, there were fewer gifts I loved giving them more. When I needed to write a sermon or had a bunch of books I needed to tackle and the cold New Haven wind blew strong outside our tiny apartment, I would clear off the floor of their playroom, also known as our living room, and pull out a doozy from Lego that hid under my bed. For a while, they would just marvel at the box, looking at each side, pointing things out to each other. They would quiz each other about, how do you think that door hinge thing's going to work? Or, how many pieces do you think it's going to be to make that fire hydrant? And then they'd Rochambeau to see who got to put in the last piece. Eventually, they'd get to opening the box, and with care and precision, they would lay out the plastic bags in numerical order. They would line the little minifigures up in order of rank. They would get bowls or plates so the smallest pieces wouldn't get lost in the carpet. And then they would pull out the instruction manual, crisp and clean, and they would hold it like a sacred text. Van would prop the box up against the bookshelves, and Ted would open what he came to call the constructions. And then began the silence of building, a long and delicious silence. I marveled at their step-by-step -step execution of the instructions, how they would follow each page with careful and detailed examination, no doubts, no fears, no wavering. They knew to trust the manual, that in those pages was the key to success. The law of Lego had been established. If it said it was in the plastic bag marked number three, it was in the plastic bag marked three. You just had to look more closely. If something didn't fit together just right, they had misread the instructions or skipped a step, and they were going to have to go back. If it turned out looking different than the box, it was they who had made the mistakes, and they would have to just go back to the manual, take things apart, and try again. The constructions, they never lied. The manual was king. I loved watching them working with their minds and their hands and paying attention to small details and following instructions and eventually successfully completing 
the task before them exactly as it was designed, even if it was only a plastic police station. There's just something beautiful about having a manual, despite the fact that most of us do not read them. In this morning's lessons, we get Moses and Jesus giving us a manual. Imagine they're both on these mountaintops, these narrative turning points, both inviting their followers to look to the one true way to live in the fullness of life, the one God planned for them. They pull out these manuals that point to the law of the Lord as the life-giving discipline that leads each of us into fullness of life and establishes a code of conduct that's gonna bring about a new paradigm for community that upholds trust and compassion between us all. Moses and Jesus lay it all out. What God has been giving us as the constructions, the foundation of the law of the Lord, that will tell them how to get full life, real life, abundant life. It's this beautiful vision of God's design for human prosperity. In Deuteronomy, you get Moses looking over the promised land, pointing out to the Israelites all that God has in store for them. He shows them the land to which they've been delivered and how they are to live there. He gives them the manual for how to claim the land, to create community there, to build their nation, to piece it all together. In the manual, there's not much. Love God. Walk in God's ways. Observe God's commandments, decrees, and ordinances. If you do, then you shall live and become numerous, and you will be blessed in the land that you are entering to possess. Moses said to them, if you obey, then you will live. If you submit to the plan, you will prosper. If you follow these constructions, you will make a great nation. All this, Moses says, all this life and prosperity can be yours. Moses tells them, there is set before you today a path to life and prosperity and also death and adversity. There's a manual that God has given you to construct the life and prosperity to which you are called, where you can create a community of belonging and relationship and human flourishing, which is the only intent of the law. Moses points out to them that the instruction manual says the first step Choose life. 
make the choice. Buy that box. Because it has everything you need so that you and your descendants can live well, loving God, obeying God, holding fast to God's ordinances, and prospering now and in the generations to come. I kind of like to picture Moses now that I have the Lego version of the Bible. He's holding up this big box of pieces, and he's saying, you just got to pick the manual that leads to life, friends. And if you follow the manual, and you work for what makes life possible for yourself and for others, and for the coming kingdom, you can build this kingdom of God. It's really the same thing Jesus is saying from his sermon on the Mount, 1,600 years later. In today's gospel, Jesus, too, wants his disciples to remember that choosing life and following in God's ways leads to abundance of life for them, for their communities, for generations to come. But Jesus is pointing them back to the manual for life and life abundant, the one that God made for Moses. Jesus is instructing his disciples on how they are to walk into their promised land once he is gone, how they are to live together in love while they are here, and how they are to build up a nation of disciples that their children and their grandchildren might thrive. He reminds them, as we are reminded today, that God's law is only for human flourishing. And that same manual that was given to Moses, it still works today. As long as we keep our eye on the intent of the manual and what the front of the box looks like, Jesus says to them, this law is still the pathway to human flourishing, but don't let anyone switch up the pages. Don't let anyone give you an edited version of the manual where a few pages are missing and a few have been added and someone has even pasted a different picture on the front of the box. Jesus points out to them that the manual they are holding it no longer reflects the intent of God's manual for fullness of life. And he shows them they've gotten so hung up on following a manual, they didn't even see that it was the wrong one. They're so focused on the rules, they forgot about the big picture. So Jesus gently, and not so gently, points them back to the manual that leads to life, that builds community, not breaks it down. It's not a new manual, it's the old manual with a bit more description so that people might understand the design for God. And he walks them back a few steps and he takes apart a few things and he starts over with them so that they can build anew, so that the constructions lead to communities of belonging 
so that the steps show them how they are to conduct themselves and that the law is to lead to life. I love it because I feel like there's no shame in going back a few steps or doing a bunch of steps over or just simply beginning again when you don't like the product. Jesus gives us that grace. Moses and Jesus remind their followers, and we are reminded today that the commandments, they were gifted to us, that we might have a bigger version of wholeness and be able to tap into a deeper sense of righteousness that pervades all of life and all of society, one that can find its source only in God. We just need to give ourselves permission to go back and reconstruct things when the front of the box looks different than the life we have constructed. When we see that our lives aren't lining up with God's vision, we just have to go back to the manual and sing with the psalmist when we do it right. Happy are they who walk in the way of the Lord, who follow the manual, who live according to the law, the law of love which is not easy, this manual. It's hard to love God always, to follow in God's ways always, to obey the commandments always. But isn't it kind of nice that when the pieces start to fall apart, we have a manual to turn back to? Let us be of the same minds as a three and five-year-old making Legos. Let us trust that everything is in the box. Let us use the manual to get from chaos to creation to the kingdom of God, a kingdom where everyone flourishes. Let us know that the process is the journey. The building is the work. Give us grace to believe that if things don't fit, all we have to do is go back a step or two and try again. Give us forgiveness when we miss a step and praise God a chance to redo it. Hear what God and Moses and Jesus are saying to us today and believe that if you follow the directions, all will turn out well. Choose life, follow the manual, and you will know life. Amen.